But why some say the moon? Why choose this as our goal? And they may well ask, Camera. why climb the highest mountain? Why 35 years ago? Why the Why does right play Texas? We choose to go to the moon. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing. Not because they are easy, but because they are hard. This is episode 13 of wow, the Other Things Podcast. 13. 13 episodes. Let's hope that it's not an omen of other things to come. <laughs> uh, this episode is entitled, Where No Thing Has Gone Before. Um, I didn't write the whole thing because I knew what it was going to be from that. All right, we have a guest with us. In case you do. guys watching video haven't noticed. This is Ty. Ty, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, um, like... Who are you? Ty is on my airsoft team. Okay, guys. If you guys haven't like seen through social media, I'm pretty into the sport of recreational airsoft. I think most of our listeners only listen to it because of your connection with airsoft. (laughs) So whoops. Um. So yeah, Ty is on my. I wouldn't say whoops. Uh, team SoTurf, uh, that's where we first met, and then I realized that he works very close to us. Yep, and also, I actually uh, work next door at uh, Great Midwest Bank. And uh, so uh, he is very into video games, just like I am, and he has a Wii U, which I don't have. So I wanted to actually re- review this Wii U game that we're going to talk about today. Uh, and Ty has brought in the game and uh, the matching ambo- ambio for us. This is the HD remake of Legend of Zelda. How about that? Twilight Princess, yeah. Great game. I remember I actually played the first one on GameCube. I don't know if you played yeah. it on Wii yep. or GameCube because uh, it was available for both. Yeah, I started on GameCube and then they transferred to the Wii. I like it with the GameCube controller way better. Um, yeah, you know, the, the nice thing about the Wii version was it had a little bit of, you know, the motion. Right. Gaming. Kind of kinda, like pre-Skyward Sword right, fighting. Right. Um, but, you know, when the day is done and everything, I, I do... You know, prefer a hands-on controller. controller so, yeah. um, so just give us some of your thoughts about the remake. Obviously, it is the the same game as you've already played before, but there are some things that yeah. have changed. So. Um, so the first biggest um, difference is it's obviously running in 1080p, which is you know awesome. native to the Wii U. So it's mm-hmm. looks gorgeous. No um, Nintendo game had ever been HD until the Wii U came out. That's that was yep. when it first added yeah. HD compatibility. Yeah, and this uh, it has a lot of similarities to. Um, the Wind Waker HD, which was okay. uh, launched last year, two years ago. Yeah, it was like, like kind of like a title launch. Yeah. Yeah, um, and it was it was you know so it, it shares a lot of this kind of same things where you know the stunning features, the the graphics again, the updates. Um, what I, I found most interesting was they they didn't go in and change you know the character models to be HD, okay. but they changed a lot of the features. Like you'll notice the hair is instead of like kind of a tan black ish. Okay. Thing. You know, it's actually got like got strands and stuff. And stuff like right, that. the texturing, the lighting. Uh, the lighting has been phenomenal. The updates on lighting has made the dungeon crawling. Yeah, I remember way the lighting easier. being pretty good for when it came out, like back in mm-hmm. the day. But yeah. even better now. Um, so then, you know, obviously, with the Wii U, you have your gamepad. Mm-hmm. Um, big controller. Yeah, and as I just said, I do like a controller for it. Right. Using the gamepad is it's. Personally, I like it um, for some features, but I hate it for others. Um, yeah. Nice features is you got that you know LCD screen in front, so you can really be kind of um, uh, 
you know you can really get into you know feel into the game because the, you know, the gamepad itself shows you know, the map your items and you can do uh, because it's right. touch screen you can you can Drag switch out your items stuff. right instead of having to open a menu and then, mm -hmm. you know whatever um and then similar to the wii and wiimote on the wii version where you use those to aim and stuff, you can actually right. use the gamepad now to aim when you're using your like Gale Boomerang or your bow and arrow. Mm -hmm. um, which and that's where I kind of have a problem because it's kind I'm of using the analog sticks to aim, and then I'm also you know just kind of moving my hands by accident. So you know, my arrow <laughs> will be here, and all of a sudden it'll sure. You know, you have the gamepad sitting on your lap, and you shift your weight, and all of a <laughs> right, sudden right, you, exactly. you miss a shot or something. Um, okay, yeah. And that kind of also affects the camera angles a little bit, but, yeah. uh, you know, negligible complaint. Okay, yeah. Um, and then, uh, of course, Pro Nintendo really digging in kind of this cash cow on the Amiibos. Yes, um, of course. They basically release one of these with almost every new big Nintendo title that comes out. Yeah. Uh, I mean, right, so, you know, they started out with Smash Brothers. They have a whole line. Uh, they're finishing up, actually... The last handful of Smash Amiibo that's come out. So every character playable in Smash will have their own Amiibo. Um, you know, other titles, Splatoon has them, Animal Crossing has them. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, they've announced Mario ones. They've announced, you know, I mean, it's just, it's yeah. phenomenal how Even well Even Shovel Knight has them. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and just the Amiibos alone are yeah. astounding. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's a gameplay simple... factor that you get from them too. Right, it's pretty cool. So with um, you know, and obviously in each game they do different things. So, um, with the Wolf one that came, that's exclusive right now to uh, in the U.S. to the game bundle. Okay. Um, what the Wolf one does for the Twilight Princess is add, adds a new dungeon. Um, it's oh. called the. I didn't write it down. Shadow something. Oh yeah, there? Cave of Shadows. I see yeah, it here on the back of the box. Cave yeah. of Shadows. Yeah. Um, what I really like about it is it adds a new kind of challenge rating to the game. Um, so you know you have your easy, medium, heroic. Okay. Uh, where you play through the game and everything like that. But then you got your you know old school gamers that really want to. Super challenge. Right. Super challenge. <laughs> and what the Cave of Shadows is is it's a kind of gauntlet style challenge mode. Where okay. you fight wave after wave after wave, um, okay. and but what makes it unique is one, it's obviously only available if you scan in that amiibo. Right, which is only available in the U.S. right now. Yep, and then um, it also limits. There's no health drops. Okay. There's you know so it's whatever health you have going in, you get full health. You go from there. Once you leave, it saves your progress. Okay. Um, but if you you know lose three hearts on the first thing, you're you know, you're on you go, yeah, yeah. right? Um, and then, so you know, it's it's a it's a survival mode, and then it's you know very challenging because it, it utilizes it tests your skills as a Zelda player. You know, right. um, how well can you use the environment to set up your attacks, and how can you use your you know abilities and things like that to you know and, and basic shovel uh, shovel puzzle solving <laughs> you know comes into play of too. Of course. Um, do you have any idea, like, the hours that it added to the game? No, Or is it just, I, like, indefinite? Uh, there are, if I remember right, four stages with 30 levels each. Oh, jeez. Uh, with increasing difficulty. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for completing it, you do get um, a new reward they added. It's called the Colossal Wallet, which okay. uh, ups your, 
you know, ru- the, how many rupees you can hold up to uh, 9,999. Okay. So there you go. Um, Very cool. Yeah. Adding, adding some new features in for the Wii U. I think me personally, uh, I played the original. Mm-hmm. I really liked it. Um, it was probably my like favorite new Zelda. Um, uh, yeah, totally. I, I, I completely yeah, agree. Yeah. Other than I really did like Skyward Sword after I played mm-hmm. through it because I got really into all of the motions and stuff like yeah. that. But um, awesome game. I definitely want to give it a try. Um, I don't know, Sam, if you've had any uh, experience in the Zelda. Not games? much with Zelda. Yeah. Most experience I have is playing Super Smash Brothers. So okay, well that's that is there some experience. Go. It is something. <laughs> um, but yeah, I definitely say to anybody who's a Zelda fan or who wants like a new Zelda experience to check this out for Wii U. Um, and that it looks like it's con- playable with the co- uh, gamepad or the regular yeah. So controller. there you got the uh, gamepad, and then you can also use uh, it's the like, Wii U Pro controller, the, which is, that is the classic controller. Or? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. It's, it's yeah. the more uh, like Xboxy feeling right. controller. So it you know again it, it gives versatility to if you want that motion kind of gaming or if you are more of a classic gamer with a gamepad. So. All right, cool. Well, thank you for yeah. coming on and helping us with that review and playing it for us. Like I said. I'm probably going to give her a shot, too, eventually here. But, um, all right. Uh, next up, we are going to have Reinventing the Wheel. Interested to see that. Mm-hmm. And uh, right now, a message from our sponsor. Yeah. The Other Things Podcast is produced at Open Box Strategies in Brookfield, Wisconsin. Open Box Strategies is a website design, video production, and online marketing firm that delivers fixed-fee, value-based projects, and never for an hourly fee. Jumpstart your marketing today. Call 262-825-6993 or visit openboxstrategies.com. All right, Sam. Next up, we're going into all things tech. Yes. Now, I have two very futuristic, scientific-y things that okay. we're going to be talking about here. Go the on. first of which is significantly less techy than the next. Um, however, it is still very futuristic. Um, sit forward a bit. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Want to make sure the video guys can see it. Um, first it's this Goodyear spherical tire. Now this thing is very interesting. I first saw this and I'm like, okay, they 3d printed a tire and then I'm like, why is it spherical? (laughs) Well, what it looks like is they have this gif right here and I can throw a link to this. This is on, um, popular, yeah, popular popular science. science. Um, so what they do is it's like the car from iRobot. It does. Yeah. It really does look like yeah, the car yeah. from iRobot, but they have four tires. They're, they're spherical. Balls. At any moment, any tire can go any direction. Oh. It's not limited by So it can strafe. It's not limited by an <laughs> a, 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 a an axle. It's right. not limited by, you know, which way the t- the car is not even limited Man. by the way the car is pointing. How would brakes work? It can go I think it's all electro. It looks like so they just like it's all the done by electromagnets. So the car itself is essentially floating on nothing, but because of the magnets that's around the tire. Okay. You know, it's it, it's it's essentially just floating there, and then control the direction by which way it spins the tire. Okay. Really interesting. Dude, that's awesome. Um, that is awesome. And it's very much almost exactly like we saw in iRobot, which right. came out years and years ago yeah i don't even know if goodyear i mean they yeah. must have because it's just too similar to right be, yeah. even the car model that's to not even a really a car looks that they're using in that in that clip kind of kind of looks like it i think it was an audi absolutely they had like examples of parking where you would go say you're going to an event you walk pull up to the front door and 
you just you know tell your car to go park and it literally goes sideways to right right into the spot and it's like man everything else this car would just then we'd never need to teach parallel parking and i would i would right you would just you would just kind of go up and then go sideways into the into the right i would have gotten 100 percent of my driver's test that was the only thing i got point off no me too that was the only thing i did perfectly huh okay See, pass I think, the, still pass the first time, but right. But if wait. if this kind of technology were were to become standard, dude, it would it would change driving. It would it would absolutely oh, yeah. change driving, and it would it would make it certainly a lot more possible. And they're talking about slippery conditions. If you right. can have any tire say, literally go any direction, if you're in a slippery spot, your car can essentially just glide across and be absolutely Man, how fine. Would there wouldn't drifting be any wouldn't drifting. work. There wouldn't even be any drifting. It'd just be turning. It would be like, oh, <laughs> you turn on. I want to go drifting now. I'm yeah, and then you turn it. Drive car. Or, it would auto balance or something. Oh, right. Wow. It would just. It would just be all automated at this point. Yeah, I mean, you'd, you'd be kind of like hovering around. Yeah, you just. It mm-hmm. would just like right. hover and then fix you in a position, and then you could go around the curve. Right. That's the weird. car. The car would do it. It would right. just be all yeah, automated. Yeah. It would huh. be. It would feel like you're drifting. <laughs> oh, I'm losing control, but uh, <laughs> I'm not. But in um, reality, the car is in complete yeah. control. But it looks. It looks very interesting. Yeah. It looks like it's all done electronically, all done by electromagnets. So your car, you, you now have a floating car. Or Very that's what cool. it looks like. That's 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 um, one step that closer to flying car. One step, one, one step. step. All right, next, um, we have a very futuristic spaceship. Uh, NASA. I read about is this. Developing. I, I'm, a I lot of people. Was, I thought read it was about an this. Onion article. I thought it was. I had. I had to keep looking. Keep looking. I'm looking for the NASA article for this. Um, closest I got was the Washington Post. But. Um, so I guess NASA engineer and physicist Harold White announced that he was working on a potentially groundbreaking idea that can travel faster than the speed of light. I read on, and it was about, he found a loophole in Einstein's theory of relativity. We're just going to ignore that. <laughs> uh, we, he found a loophole in Einstein's theory. It's Albert Einstein's birthday today, by the way. It is. During is it? The Good time thing we're talking filming. about him. Yes. Oh. I heard that on the Bob and Brian show. <laughs> Excellent. There you go. <laughs> See, you do learn something in the bottom I, right. I, I, did, I did hear them talking about Einstein. I didn't know what yeah. they were talking about. Because I was just focused on pi. Because it's also pi day today. <laughs> it is, is it now? That pie. is. 314. Three, yeah. 314. So it's good that we're doing a, yeah, indeed. a, a nerdy Super show about Einstein. Anyway, he says he found a loophole in Einstein's theory of relativity that would allow for the warping. Uh, they essentially warp space-time. They create a massive object in front of it and then the ship kind of just glides the wave it's exactly like how the ships in star trek got along when they went into warp Warp, speed they kind of made the wave and that's why they made the ship look really long when it right it's the same idea in star wars too that those those streaks that you're seeing are like stars that are being stars that are just yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. the light is being bent around you because you're going through and it's it's pulling apart or there's something in front of you that's like it's like you're riding in the wake of something. Right. Exactly. Right. Exactly. It's where this and and the the idea is the ship would create this essentially essential gravity wave in front of it. So it's almost like it had this massive planet or massive star in front of it, moving forward, and then it's being pulled by gravity that in way. the direction yeah. that it's going really really fast. How do we stop and it? to <laughs> the to the and they say to this perspective of the people on the ship and the ship itself they're not moving 
Right, and aging would be incredibly weird because, like, it I wouldn't. Don't f- it wouldn't be because it's it's uh, at least according to this because you're in this this gravity bubble. Oh, that's your being aging would be along. fine, but like relative to everybody else, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if you guys I don't know. have read the uh, or uh, Ender's Game, yeah, Ender's yeah, Game yeah, series. Yeah, there's a whole series that comes after that game, and in in, in that uh, they kind shadow? of. Yeah, there's there's a couple other books too. Yeah, okay. Um, but they discover faster than light travel, and the problem is that like they would be traveling, and then you know by the time you got back to Earth, wherever you're going, everybody that you know is dead. What's well, the same? That's oh. the same concept as uh, Interstellar. Right. Exactly. It's I like, was incorrect. It says the space behind the starship would be made to oh. expand rapidly, pushing the. F- craft forward okay so i was wrong so like was, reverse what yeah okay yeah so, so it is, it is literally like surfing on a wave okay that's cool yeah and they did talk about the whole time thing too i but think I can't that's find an am- it right now. amazing idea but like i just am always worried when we try things like this that we're going to accidentally screw something up in the universe <laughs> and not be able to fix it you know i i think the universe is so big and controlled by things that we have nothing yeah, to do with that true. no matter what we do we can't do anything to screw it up that's just me i think you're underestimating humanity sam i think that humanity we're a lot has a less really powerful big... than what we think we are <laughs> yeah we have a pretty good capacity for screwing stuff up though <laughs> that's true um anyway but i i think the whole concept that nasa's working on a essentially a Light warp speed. vessel yeah. yeah literally a warp vessel that's just that's pretty awesome. what they're working on that like that wasn't just a bunch of nerds sitting on a round yeah, table coming that, up with a tv show if you told <laughs> no, that to people real. our age in the 80s that they would be working nasa would be working on a light like warp drive they'd be like you're crazy that's if Star you Trek. told kids in the 80s we're talking about a mars mission they would have told you you were crazy yeah that's true well, very true you know, i mean i remember like watching uh you know one of my favorite movies as a kid was Transformers the movie like they uh-huh. animated from the 80s okay yeah, the yeah. movie starts by saying it's year 2002 or something like that you know <laughs> right. it's you know it's all these super big yeah. robots transforming I'm like you know it's yeah as a kid I was like oh dude that's gonna be sweet in 2002 and now you know we're Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 was set in 2016 yeah yeah <laughs> yeah the future is now everybody Brock tell us yes. a little bit about what's okay. coming up I have one thing that I want to talk about for what's coming up head and then it's that our camera's out of battery uh, well, we'll, we'll do the rest <laughs> but of that video then. Also, uh, Trailer Park Boys, the popular Canadian series that is now a Netflix original series, is coming out with a new season that premieres this Friday. So that is the March 18th. And uh, Snoop Dogg is special guest star on there. So if you're a fan of huh. Trailer Park Boys, definitely go on there. They've been doing a collaboration with Snoop Dogg that all kind of stemmed on, you know, they went on Snoop Dogg's guest or on uh, his web show as a guest like Ty and all of a sudden they're working together so it's a pretty cool collaboration so check that out if you if you like you never know what'll happen you could become a staple (laughs) Uh, did you say unsettling no he said I'm excited oh excited okay well that's unsettling anyway uh, (laughs) oh yes the other things podcast is produced at Openbox Strategies in Brookfield, Wisconsin. Openbox Strategies is a website design, video production, and online marketing firm that delivers fixed fee, value-based creative projects, and never leave for an hourly fee. Jumpstart your marketing today. Call 262-825-6993 or visit openboxstrategies.com. And this has been another episode of the Other Things Podcast. For Ty, for Brock, remember, life is a contact sport.